Texas Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. Careful now, you're going to give me the big head. Call Jim now for advice, tips, and ways to save you money and time on your home improvement. 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Due West Services. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen showplace. America's Choice Windows, with 10 windows for just $36.80. So let's get to the point. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. James Hardy Siding. Ace Hardware, the helpful place. So let's get to the point. I can't take much more of this. Venetian Stairs, the solution for all your stairway installation needs. Gardner and Martin Flags and Flagpoles. Victor's Remodeling and Construction. Hardy Plank Specialist, Guardian Roof Systems, for all your roofing needs. Axiom Solar, the Texas authority on renewable energy. Todd Tremonti's home selling team, home of the seven-day sale. And now, broadcasting live from the floor and the core studios, here's Jim Dutton. Welcome to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source. Hey, I'm Jim Dutton here to help you out. Any home improvement question you have, 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. You're outside the Houston area? Not a problem. 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. And again, any home improvement question you have, whether you're dealing with a contractor, doing the project yourself, thinking about a project, doesn't matter. That's what I'm here to help you out with. 713-212-5874. And talking about being outside the area, I'm a little outside the area today. I'm in Fort Worth, Texas at the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. And But I'm still here to take your calls and answer your questions at 713-212-5874. I want to take just a second here to thank Carrier for taking care of this portion of Texas Home Improvement. Carrier for ultimate home comfort. Turn to the experts. Turn to Carrier. Alrighty. Now, we've been talking about our video that was coming out. The Patterson Project. Op- overhaul for a hero. And the video is now out. You can go to our website at thipro.com and take a look at the video. Uh, while you're there, when you, when you do look at the video... There's a button to subscribe because this is a six-part series. The first part came out today. And with the six-part video, if you subscribe, you'll get noticed each week as the next one becomes available. So, again, that's THIPro.com. And right there in the middle, you'll see Overhaul for a Hero, the Patterson Project. You can just click on that. Or if you just want to go to YouTube... Just go to YouTube and type in Overhaul for a Hero, but I would appreciate it still if you would subscribe so that you uh, get the next series that are coming out as well. Anyways, let's get ready to take some calls, though. So 713-212-5874. We're going to go to Madisonville first, and Greg, this is Jim. What can I do for you? Uh, yes, sir. My wife and I bought a house uh, outside of Madisonville, built in the mid-60s, turn beam. Uh, it's brick exterior, but behind the brick is uh, shiplap that's been um, uh, tar-papered over. Okay. Uh, the brick needs to come off because it's all cracked. Yeah, it sounds and like they brick, added the brick probably on a separate beam. 
Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I haven't dug down to look to see if it's on the same beam. But anyway, the brick's got to come off, and we're just going to do siding. Can we just use that shiplap and seal it somehow? That there's, because there's no moisture barrier without putting, like, Tyvek over it and then Hardy, hardy uh, panel. Or I, hardy I, mic. You, I very seriously doubt it because typically the old shiplap, you know, the one by sixes and stuff, it really didn't have... Uh, joints in it. it is basically just a board sitting on top of a board. Yeah. And so it's it's not made to be exposed to the weather like that. It, I You would have moisture going through all the time. Well, this is actually uh, tongue and groove stuff. Okay, it is tongue and groove? Yes, sir. Is it the one by six or, or is it lapping over the top of each other? Well, no. Uh, when you look at, like, when you look at the inside of it, because we're taking the sheetrock down and the insulation. Okay. Uh, it's smooth up against the stud, so all you see is, you know, seams every six inches or okay. whatever. You're going to have to pull off the, the brick and take a look at it. It is possible, then, that you might be able to use it, but in general, I'm going to say typically you can't. Okay. Um can we just leave it there and put, like, uh, a moisture barrier over it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that, that would be the absolute best way to do it is just leave that in place, put a, a you know a Tyvek on it or a Hardy wrap, one of those type of products, and then put Hardy over it. Okay. Uh, will do. Okay. Thank you a lot. Greg, take care. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that, that shiplap stuff... Uh, it, it, it was designed to be protected, and so I, I really don't think it'll hold up very well if you leave it exposed. 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. Outside the area, 866-937-0003. Let's go to Kingwood and talk with... Hello, Kenny. What can I do for you? Yes, sir. I'm looking for a company to come out and refurbish my windows. We're not interested in replacing. We're, we're pleased with the windows, but they, the house was built in 75, and they just want to, I just want to get them refurbished, recocked. Okay. Up. You want to get them recocked and and, and uh, probably have the glass reglazed? Or does it have uh, the yes, plastic yes. strips? Yeah, it has the plastic strips, and a lot of those need to be replaced as well. Yeah. Okay. And chances are good you'll end up reglazing them rather than using the plastic strips because uh, there's hundreds of different styles on those plastic strips, and it, it get, becomes very difficult to find yeah. the right one. I would tell you to call a uh, glass company to come out. Oh, okay. Uh, and use a local one because they are more likely to have the right plastic strips for that. Okay, just a regular old glass company. Yep. They're the okay. ones who replace the glass now. They may not do the caulking of the window, but they would be the one to take care of all the the glazing or plastic strips around the glass. Okay. If they if they don't do the caulking, then you just need a painter because they're the ones who take care oh. of caulking. Okay. No, but no, mo- no most of the glass guys are going to take care of the caulking as well. All right. Very good. Okay. Appreciate it. Kenny, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Again, a number, 713 212 Five eight seven four. That's seven one three two one two five eight seven four. Going to go down to Victoria, Texas. Roger, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Hi, Jim. 
Hello. Uh, sometime, some time ago you were talking about a, a, a toilet gasket that was really, really good, and uh, I'm, I'm in the need of one here in the guest bathroom, and I wonder if you could run that by me again and where I could get one. Are you talking about the one that uh, basically lets the floor drain into it? I can't remember. I, you know, it's been some time ago you were talking about this uh, uh, the gasket that was really, really good. Yeah. Okay, let me get and to my I paperwork because I know exactly what you're talking about under the toilet. Yeah. Okay, so you need the, a new wax ring then. Yeah, that's really... Yeah, cause I, I think, I just, cause, because I think what you're talking about... Would, uh, what you heard me talking about is actually to replace the flange on the bottom, you know, on oh, the top of the pipe okay. that holds yeah. the toilet in place. As far right as for the, yeah. the you know, wax ring, just a standard wax ring is really all you need. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry to waste your time there. <laughs> oh, no, you're not. But now you got me still looking because I can't. Got my memory going here, and I I know what it, what I'm looking for, and I just can't find it in my stack here. But I'm gonna find well, it here sooner okay. or later. Well, enjoy your show. Alrighty, take care. Thank you. Appreciate Bye-bye. it. Bye. Again, our number seven one three two one two five eight seven four. That's seven one three two one two five eight seven four. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'll see what I can do to help you out. Colwell flange. Thank you, Brian. It's the Colwell flange. That's what it was. And, uh, yeah, you just have to check at the plumbing supply stores. You're not going to find it at the box stores. And this is a special flange that uh, not only does it hold the wax ring and seal to keep the water from the toilet from going through, but if water gets on the floor, you know, like if you need to turn a, if you got somebody handicapped at home and you need to turn the bathroom into a shower basically it will allow the water to drain underneath there as well it's it's, it's a, a quite a unique floor flange toilet flange 713-212-5874 that's 713-212-5874 i love it when brian texts me because you probably heard that little ding and that's that's my little subconscious. Brian texts me, and my subconscious goes, ding, there it is. And he's, he's already sent me the answer, so he just keeps me going straight. If you're outside the Houston area, 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Ed and Belleville, you're going to be first. Then we're going to go up to Friendswood and Costas. And then we're going to talk with Kathy in Northwest and, of course, everybody else who's calling as well. We'll be right back. Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Well, people look at me and say, 
Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by Guardian Roof Systems. Get your roof done right by a company you can trust. Call 888-603-4185 or visit GuardianRoofSystems.com. All right, let's get ready to head into the calls again at 713-212-5874. We're going to Belleville first. And, Ed, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Uh, thank you, Jim. How are you today? I am doing wonderful. How about you? Oh, fine. Thank you. It's a beautiful day. Uh, my question is, uh, I bought this country house out in Belleville that's basically a hip roof house with a, an L on it, if you will. It has uh, the, the roof structure is all trusses, and then they put rocks on two, uh, tongue and groove two-by-sixes as the decking on the roof, and then they put two-by-fours and put the... Uh, insulation, only uh, three and a half inches of insulation, then put decking on top of it, and then put shingles on top of it. So it's kind of an inside-out roof, but it looks nice from the inside, and this is uh, almost 17 feet tall yeah. uh, on, on the inside. How would I go about putting additional insulation in there, or do you think that's uh, kind of sufficient? Okay, you got attic space inside, or or is this going all the way up to the ceiling from inside? Okay, you really can't put any additional insulation in unless you're going to insulate from the inside and then cover it somehow. Okay, but would I have to, would I have to vent it then? No. No. Okay. No, nah, because the way it's layered, no, nah, you wouldn't have to worry about venting it. Um, Go go through the layers again, though. Let's start from the top going down this time, though. You got the shingles, plywood, three and a half inches of insulation, which isn't much. And then underneath that is tongue and groove two by sixes. Okay. That's exposed on the inside of the house. In other words, the whole cathedral ceiling uh, looks like uh, this roughs on two by sixes. It's quite a actually. Are they painted? Yes, they are now, unfortunately. Okay, uh, and the reason I ask that, what you may want to consider, rather than putting in additional insulation, because, quite frankly, wood insulates quite well. I mean, log cabins are insulated very well, and with that three and a half inches of insulation you have, and then that tongue and groove board, you probably got enough insulation up there. What you might want to consider doing is they make some products that you can mix into your paint that are ceramic beads. Uh-huh. Uh, Cool Coat, K-O-O-L-C-O-A-T, Cool okay. Coat. It's a product right. that you can mix into regular paint, paint it on that ceiling, and it acts as a radiant barrier to, to keep any heat that does make it through from coming into the living space. Okay, very good. Well, uh, I've got one additional question. Sure, the go house, ahead. Uh, the house mostly had this uh, Mexican tile in there. I don't know what it's called, but it was put in with pure cement. And I, I was wanting to remove this tile, but it's impossible. Now, it's not in bad condition. I can uh, revitalize that part. But in some of the bedrooms, there was, was um, a carpet in there. And now I would like to go with wood floors, but because of the thickness of the cement uh, underneath the tile, and the thickness of that tile, which is fairly thick, uh, it's about three quarters of an inch lower than, than the tile in the rest of the house. Could I put down 
cement board on the cement floor and then put a floating wood floor on top of that to get it to the same height? Uh, what you could do, and this is a very common way to install wood floors, is actually put three-quarter inch plywood down. First. So you put that right on top of the cement? Yep. They, 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 they use the, uh, like the tap-in screws yes. to, to attach it to the cement. And then, especially if you were going to use like a nail-down wood floor, you actually can nail it then to that three-quarter inch plywood. Oh, nice. But you, yeah. could, you could put a floating floor on top of it if you want. But I, I think that would be easier than trying to mess with any of the other stuff. Should I put a vapor barrier underneath the plywood? Or not necessary? A uh, vapor barrier, you said? Yes. I would. Okay. Very good. So I don't need to go to the extra expense of putting cement uh, board down there. I can nah. just plywood. Yep, just, just plywood. Thank you very much, sir. You bet. Take care. All right. Bye. Again, our number seven one three two one two five eight seven four. That's seven one three two one two five eight seven four. If you're outside the Houston area, eight six six nine three seven zero 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 three and yeah, you'll hear background noise today because I am outside the Houston area. I'm in Fort Worth, Texas today at the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. And it is busy out here and the weather is just gorgeous. But that makes it time to get some projects done as well. 713-212-5874. We'll be right back with more Texas Home Improvement. If somebody tells you you can't do it, tell them to kiss your crowbar. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Hey, welcome back to Texas Home Improvement. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by the best siding on the planet, James Hardy Siding. Now, let's get ready to head back into the calls at 713-212-5874. That's 713 713- Two one two five eight seven four. If you're outside the Houston area, it's eight six six nine three seven zero 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 three. And first up, we're going to go to Friendswood. Costas, this is Jim. What can I do for you? Good afternoon. Nice day, isn't it? It is gorgeous. <laughs> Great. I have a question about um, something, a project I need to do in uh, a condo I have in Austin. Um, we had some smash and grab. Uh, situations uh, in the past uh, year, and I'd like to uh, get a recommendation for a film I could apply on the uh, windows outside that would make them uh, difficult, well, to smash. Okay. 3M actually makes one for just that application. 3M is in the the big company. Yep. Well, do you know the name of uh, that uh, type of the film? Uh Gosh, I don't know exactly what they call it, uh, other than 3M window film, and then it'll have the different different ones listed that they carry. Would you have uh, a recommendation for somebody in the Austin area that uh, perhaps uh, uses this kind of film to uh, to do their work and apply it on uh, windows? Uh, to be honest with you, I sure don't. Uh, how would I be able to find them? Would it be... Uh, if you if you go to the 3M website, 
when you're looking at that product, uh, it normally will give you a listing of the dealers that can install it for you. Good point. That's what I'm going to do. Thank you very much. You bet. Take care. Enjoy the rest of the day. Bye. You know, you, you would think that it, it wouldn't work, but I have seen the products, and, man, you can hit it with a baseball bat. And, uh, and granted, the glass may break, but you're not going through it. 713-212-5874. We're going to head to Kathy in northwest Houston. How are you? I'm fine. How are you, Jim? I am just doing wonderful today. Um, it's beautiful here in Houston as well, but I, I miss the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Well, um, I'll get back down to Houston tomorrow. <laughs> um, okay, I have a question about a running toilet. When I have the water pressure on, this toilet um, flushes by itself about every 5 to 10 minutes. Okay. I don't know what to do. I just always turn the water pressure off, but when company comes, I have to run in there and turn it on. Ah. Normally, that's going to be the flapper in the bottom of the toilet. Yeah. Uh, and basically, if you go to, like, Ace Hardware, you'll sure. pick, pick one up for, for two bucks. Is And what you'll see is there's two little ears that stick out of an overfill tube. Yes. That that flapper latches onto. It is a okay. real simple do-it-yourself project. Okay. I will do that. Um, may I ask you another question? Absolutely. Okay. My flagpole outside, um, it had those um, screws in there, the kind that you, you know, in the concrete. Yes. The- well, the wind had snapped all three of them where they're almost out, but they're not completely out. Okay. Can I get those out and put new ones in those places, or will I have to create three new holes for my flagpole? Um, uh, to take device? them out, what I would try is get a pair of vice grips. Okay, have them. And, and uh, yeah, you can just clamp that on there, and hopefully you'll be able to turn it out with that. Okay, and then can I put new ones in those same holes, or they won't fit anymore? I mean, I'll have the same situation. No, uh, chances are you'll be able to reuse them. What I would do if I wanted to reuse the hole, uh-huh. uh, you're going to have either a plastic or a lead anchor in there. Right, I have plastic. Okay, just take a drill and uh-huh. drill out the plastic, put a new anchor in. Okay. And then and then you're good to go again. All right, thank you. You bet. Have take a care. great day. Bye. Bye-bye. Again, our number is 713-212. Five eight seven four. That's seven one three two one two five eight seven four. We're going to Umble and Kenneth. What can I do for you? Yes, sir. It's Kenneth. And how are you doing today? Good. Yep. I've got a couple of questions I need to ask you. I've got one where I've got a hardwood floor. I had a laminated hardwood floor put down five, six, seven years ago. And uh, in one spot, it looks like where if you sanded wood and you put some water on it or put some mineral spirits on it, you know how it draws out the uh, grain in the water, grain in the wood? Yep. That's what my floor looks like in one spot in the hallway. Okay. And I was just wondering, what uh, is there anybody that I can get in touch with? I, I have no idea what to do with this. I don't even know if I have a problem. Is it just, a laminate or is it actually a wood floor? It's a wood floor, 
Uh, it's engineered wood floor. Engineered wood floor. Okay. There you go. Okay. Because what it sounds like, and, and that's why I was asking, it sounds like a wood floor that somehow got some moisture on it and has probably messed up that finish. Uh-huh. And uh, what I would recommend is calling a, a, a hardwood floor refinisher. Uh-huh. And let them come out and take a look at it. Um, there's a company in Houston called Buffalo Wood Floors. Okay. And they they uh, have some guys that do refinishing also. Oh, that's great. And uh, I can just pull them up on the net or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. The the other one question I had is this one I just found this morning. My wife found it yesterday. In my laundry room, I in the wall where your water goes back into the drain out of your water out of your uh, wash, washing machine. Uh-huh. There was a drip, drip, drip coming out of my hose. Okay. And there is a weep hole there. And about five foot from that point, I have a wall, outside wall, and it goes to my patio, and my wife noticed that my patio was wet right there. Uh-oh. Right. Oh. Um, Kenneth, so that means I, I, need got... to, I need to put you on hold for a second because uh, we're going to address this question when we come back because there can be a couple things causing this. 713-212-5874. We'll be right back. Texas, the only place you can get a wrong number and talk to the person for an hour and a half. The only place where 60 degrees is a little chilly. And the only place Jim Dutton wants to hang his hat. Here's more Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Yeah, I got my hat hanging right here at the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo today. Uh, right behind me here. But... I want to thank everybody for listening to Texas Home Improvement all over the state on stations like KJCE 1370 AM in Austin, WBAP in Dallas, Fort Worth, in Granbury, Texas, KPIR 1420 AM, and of course KTRH 740 AM right here in Houston. Now, if you got a home improvement question, 713-212-5874 is the number to call. When we left, I was talking with uh, Kenneth and... Okay, Kenneth, you, you got the washing machine, the drain right. line. There's been a drip at the hose uh, hooking up to the washing machine, and now you're getting some water coming out through the weep hole. Is that correct? Right. It, it goes into that drain. There's a weep hole. I've got the water stopped. But what happens is uh, what I believe is happening because I get out through the – it's actually leaving – Tracking through my wall. I think what it's doing is tracking through my wall. I believe it's got all my wood wet in my wall. I'm not seeing any water on my sheet rock, but I believe it's got all my wood wet. Okay. And it's actually going, because it's about five foot to my out exterior wall. And on my exterior wall in the weep holes in the brick, I was actually getting water coming out. My wife noticed that. And I was just wondering about the wood inside my wall, because I fixed that drip. And now well, I'm not getting any more water. I was just but, worried about the wood inside on the interior of my walls. Well, let me make sure. And, and did, the, did the water quit coming outside then when you fixed the drip? Yes, sir. Okay. And I'll be so honest. I was just worried about the wood. Is is it 
something I need to no. wall down and redo the structured wood inside? or No, uh, because if you took care of it, you know, once you started seeing it, uh, it takes a long time of the wood getting wet like that for it to start to rot. Uh-huh. And if you took care of it once you saw the problem, you won't have any issues. It'll dry out and it'll be fine. The worst thing that may happen is your insulation got wet, and it's pretty much useless. And not to scare you on anything, if if, the, if that is indeed what was happening, you could have gotten some mold growing in the insulation and stuff even. But if you uh-huh. stop the water supply, it'll dry out on its own. The mold will die off, and you'll be done with it. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's that's good news for some. I was scared I was going to have to tear the wall down and redo the structure on the inside of the wall. Nah, no, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry about it. That's that sounds great. But um, you talked earlier to somebody about some windows. Do y'all have? Is there such a thing as somebody that can redo the gas in windows, the double pane windows? I had one that lost the gas, and I had some people come out and they wanted like thirty-five, thirty-six hundred dollars per window to replace them. There's nothing wrong with the window. It just you know the the gas inside of it's gone now. I'm starting to get. Yeah, they, they start fogging up. Yeah, it starts yeah, fogging and pollen the, and stuff. The gaskets go bad on some of them, uh-huh. especially some of the older ones. And uh, that that's where you start getting that. I have had some people tell me about some products that you can actually, you know, put the vacuum back into the window and, and reseal the hole and everything. The problem is the gasket already failed once. Correct. It's going to fail again. Okay. Okay. And so typically you're better off to just replace it and be done with it uh, because the the savings difference is relatively minor on on trying to use those products. And I don't know of any companies that do it. It's all been do-it-yourself stuff. Um, Ah, okay. So, but, yeah, there's a lot of companies who will just charge you a fortune on the windows. And, you know, you hear me talk about America's Choice, $368 a window to replace them. Well, when you start looking at the cost of putting in a new glass pack versus just putting in that whole new window, it makes more sense a lot of times just replace the, the whole yeah, window. Yeah, at that price, there's no big deal. That, you know, it sounded a lot better. You know, I was looking at, you know, they were talking 3800 for this window. Yeah, no, that's you know, that's ridiculous. That's, Call America's Choice Windows and uh, you know have Trey come out. They'll they'll work with you on it. And like I said, 368 a window. That's it's and they are great windows. That's that's great. That's great. That was seven one three four eight two eight nine zero two. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I got, well I was I jotted that down while I was listening to you a while ago before I got on with you. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much for your help and information. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Have a great weekend. Yes, sir. You too. Bye. Bye. 713-212-5874. We're going to talk with Bill. Yes. Welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Thank you. Okay. uh, Two questions, uh, both related to the brick. Got a house, two stories, uh, built late 60s. Uh, first story only is brick, and of course the chimney going up is brick. Um, I can't tell if it's real uh, used brick or faux used brick, uh, but um, on, the, on the house, yes, sir. In, in the '60s, they weren't using a faux brick, so it would be real brick. 
No, I, I thought it was real because we had a real used brick house in Louisiana, and yeah. I, I know what they look like. Okay. Um, so it's uh, which kind of explains my what's coming up here that it's it's deteriorating in in parts. You know, uh, you know, part of a brick will just come off, and it's. I, I feel like I need to do something uh, before it gets worse. Yeah, what happens on a lot of those homes from the 60s and 70s, they use a cheap Mexican brick, mm-hmm. and it starts deteriorating. Uh, they do make a uh, concrete sealer that you can spray on it. It absorbs into the brick and, and keeps the moisture from going into it. And by doing that, it keeps it from deteriorating so much. It won't stop it completely, but I had to do it on my house. And I tell you, I've been in my house for uh, 12 years now. Yeah. Oh, shoot, 13. And uh, it, it virtually has stopped it from happening. Well, we and if, you, if you'll hold on, i got to take yes, a quick break. I'll be right back. Welcome back to Texas Home Improvement. It's like a sunny day in Austin, Texas. Without all the weirdos. Here's Jim Dutton. Welcome back to Texas Home Improvement. This portion is being made possible by Due West Foundation Repair. When you want the best, call Due West. Now, if you got a home improvement question, 713-212-5874. When we left, I was talking with Bill, and Bill, you had another question. Okay, so you said you sprayed your bricks. Uh, yes. How many years ago was that? Twelve years Twelve years, and yep. um, what what uh, what what brand did you vet? Oh my goodness, I yeah, used a masonry sealer. Yeah. Uh, and I just put it in a pump-up sprayer and sprayed it on the brick and let it absorb in. Yeah. Uh, so it's nothing that shows, and yeah. I do not remember the brand, but that's uh, okay. I can figure if, that out. Uh, if you if you'll check, uh, Quickcrete makes some. Yeah. Okay. And they work very well. That's a good brand. Okay. Second question now. Uh, the the bottom row of bricks that yes. you know, sits on top of the foundation, about every third or fourth brick, you know, between the bricks, there's no mortar. It's a, yes. it's a weep, weep hole, right? Correct. Now, uh, in the interest of keeping roaches and other bugs out of the house, um, I bought a roll of some very fine mesh. It's, it's, it's dark gray, almost black in color, like screen material, like you put on a screen door. Right. And I was thinking about cutting that up in little tiny pieces and then folding them like, like a tent uh-huh. style kind of thing and just slipping them in there uh, into those weep holes so as to, they, you know, snug fit in there. Sure. But since, they're, since it's screen material, it was still, do you think that it would still allow enough? Um, oh, absolutely. You don't have to worry about ventilation to there. Yeah. Those weep holes, my those, understanding Those weep is, holes are not actually ventilation. It's to let moisture out that goes through the brick and gets behind it. So That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah don't, don't worry out. about it a bit. That'll be just fine. Okay. And that music means this hour of Texas Home Improvement is up. Got another hour to go. And welcome back to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source, 713-212-5874. That's 713 5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. If you're outside the Houston area, 866 937 Don't forget, if you miss any of the show, be sure to check out our podcast. It's available on iTunes or click the SoundCloud icon 
at thipro.com. And when you do go to thipro.com, make sure you click on our video for the Patterson Project through Overhaul for a Hero. Uh, it shows you what we did, why we did. Uh, just a great video. It's a six-part series. This is the first one. So when you do click on it and watch the video, make sure you subscribe so that you get notices for the other upcoming segments that are coming out one a week for the next six weeks. Again, 713-212-5874. We're going to head to... Oops, I hit the button. Did not hit the button. There we go. Scott, how can I help yep. you today? Yes, uh, I've got a, a uh, faucet in the kitchen that's one of those uh, that has a single handle that lifts up and, you know, and you can turn it one way or the other for hot or cold to change the temperature. Uh-huh. Uh, if you lift the handle up, let's say you don't want full flow, as soon as you release it, it begins to work its way back down. But if you go full blast, it'll stay on. Yeah. And so what, what causes that and what can be done about it? There is a, on those single-handle faucets, you know, it's just one cartridge inside. And mm-hmm. there is a tension thing that actually holds the handle up. Some of them okay. are adjustable and some of them are not. Okay. And in order to check it, basically take the handle off the top and mm-hmm. you'll, you'll see a screw down through there where there's a little pin that you can tell that's for adjusting the water, and there'll be an yeah. adjustment pin that you can tighten if it's adjustable. Okay. Great. I will take a look and see if it's got one of those. And okay. If not, what, what, buy another one. Huh? You got any idea what brand it is? No. I, I'm looking at it. It doesn't have any identification on it at, at all that I can see. Okay. Uh, Chances are, I, since it's not uh, one that's, if it was a big name brand like Delta or one of those, it would say mm-hmm. it on it. And okay. That's normally going to have an, a, a way to adjust it. The off ones that typically don't put their name on it, they're throwaways, mm-hmm. and once that starts happening, you got to replace them. Gotcha. Well, great. Glad, glad to know what it is, and, and uh, now I've got an idea what I can do. All right. Thank you very much. You bet. Take care. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye. Let's talk with uh, Larry. How are you today, Larry? Just fine. I was in the car, and I was unable to uh, get uh, a product that you recommended to put into the paint for Radiant Barrier. Ah. It was Cool Something. Cool Coat. C-O-A-T. Cool Coat. Yep. K K O H E. Well, no, the the first is Cool K O O L. Yeah. And then the second is Coat C O A T. O C O A T. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's one. Then on that same conversation, there was a the person was uh, talking about putting uh, hardwood floor over cement, and you mentioned something about putting down. Uh, you know, plywood. Yeah. Over over it, and then put the um, the wood floor on top of that. Yeah. Now, then he asked you. He said, "How about a 
moisture barrier between the cement and the plywood, or do you put the barrier on top of the plywood before you put the floor down? Well, he has, yeah, he should he put the barrier down below the plywood, I would. Okay, cement, barrier, plywood. Yep. Okay, and then you don't need uh, you don't need one on top of the plywood then. Correct. Okay. All right, that answers it. Thank you uh, much. All righty, you take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Seven one three two one two five eight seven four. That's seven one three two one two five eight seven four. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out. If you're outside the area, eight six six nine three seven. 0003 and talking about that let's head to Austin Texas and Sarah how can I help you oh oh uh, thank you very much Jim uh, I was wondering I, I uh, going to I'm going to start uh, a toolbox I know how to get a hammer and okay. a screwdriver and that's about it if you could give me about five items to, to go and, and so I, and how big does that box have to be and I'm a female so may, maybe not too heavy Okay. Uh, the items that you would want to start with on a toolbox would be, and you already said the first two, the hammer, and you need a Phillips screwdriver and a flathead screwdriver. Okay. The items beyond that, get a pair of channel lock pliers. Channel lock. Get a, get a crescent wrench. Just a pair of regular pliers. Regular pliers. Yep. Okay. With those items, you can do most anything you need to do in the house. Oh, what do I, uh, a crescent wrench, is that one of the wrenches that's got a dial on it? No, the crescent wrench is an adjustable, uh, oh, how do I describe it? Uh, it's, it's, like a, a, it's like a pair of pliers, except the jaw kind of goes off to the side a little bit. Yeah. And it's adjustable. When you open it up, you can ratchet it down or make it larger for different size things that you're grabbing with it. Uh, do do I uh, do I need uh, do I need some kind of nails, a standard nail, like uh, maybe the one uh, one of the ones to hang a picture or something like that? Well, for that, I t- I typically tell people just buy it as you need it uh, because okay. you you never there's such a wide variety of nails and stuff. Whether you need a 16-penny nail for nailing two-by-fours or a little finished nail for hanging pictures, you, you, you just really get what you need for whatever project you're doing because nails are literally pennies to buy. Uh, could you give me uh, two more things? A flathead, a chain block, uh, a chain block pliers, crescent wrench, a, a regular wrench, and, and could you give me two more things? Sure. If I was the next items I would be buying would be a cordless drill. A cordless drill. Yep. Uh, and beyond that, uh, you're going to need a saw. Now, a saw. if you're not going to do a lot of cutting, you can get just a hand saw. If you yeah. want, if you want to do, you know, where you got the ability to do a little bit more, get a cordless saw to go with cordless. that cordless drill. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, uh, with that, you can build almost anything. In fact, Absolutely. if you go over to uh, Ace Hardware, mm-hmm. they'll have packages of Craftsman tools that you can get. Yeah. That will that you can buy, you know, the the drill and saw together, 
and it'll come in a nice package ready to go for you. Um, they'll have the toolbox you need. They'll have the hammer. You know, all these tools that you're talking about, they'll have everything for you. Okay. Uh, what about, uh, uh, do you put the same thing like um, uh, like a lug nut? You know, uh, uh, they have a, a new thing at the fr- uh, ha- uh, Harbor Freight. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a new uh, little uh, screw thing that, that you take off your, your lug nuts, you know, when you're tensioning your tire. Uh-huh. But but it's I think it costs like seven ninety nine or or it's not that much. But but does that go in my toolbox or does that that probably goes in my car, right? That goes in your car. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go uh, to the uh, Harbor Freight and see what I can do. Alrighty. Now I'm gonna tell you there's a big difference between the tools that you will pick up at a Harbor Freight versus the tools you're gonna pick up at like Ace, Ace Hardware. Hardware. Uh, and the main difference is the quality of the tools. Oh. You will you will find a lot of times that you'll be able to get stuff cheaper at Harbor Freight, but it doesn't last. And if you oh. go to do something uh, where you got, I'm going to use the hammer as an example. You go to do something where you got to pull a nail out. If you get a cheap hammer, you will literally break the handle off the hammer trying to pull a nail out. When you got a quality oh. hammer, it's a lifetime tool. Uh, how much does the hammer run like about right now? Twenty-seven, thirty-seven dollars? No, not 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 even close to that. I mean, uh, you can get a good hammer for eh, twelve dollars. Twelve bucks? Yeah. Dollars? Nice. <laughs> Cheap. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank okay. you very much. You bet. Good luck with that, Sarah. All righty. Seven one three two one two. Five eight seven four. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and you know what? A toolbox like that is something that everybody ought to have in their house, whether you're male or female. Doesn't matter. Uh, toolboxes are just a handy thing to have because even if you're in an apartment and you want to hang a picture or something, it gives you the tools you need to get the job done. What are you waiting for? It ain't going to fix itself. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. And this portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by America's Choice Windows, where you can get 10 windows for just $36.80. you got to give them a call for all your window needs. That's America's Choice Windows. All righty, 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, give me a call, and we're going to talk about it and see what we can do to help you out here. Let's go to Baytown and talk with Bill. Welcome to KTRH. Hey, how you doing, Jim? I'm doing I've, wonderful. Great. I've been listening to you for a while. Uh, I've got an issue. I've got some new, well, relatively new, about, about three or four-year-old um, faucets in the, in the uh, bathroom, and yeah. they have uh, American Standard, and they're single wings, two, you know, two uh, posts. And I got one that's very hard to operate on the hot side. But my problem is I ain't been able to get that button out other than possibly having to drill. You, is there something I'm missing? When you're saying the button, are you talking about the little plastic cap over the screw, or are you talking about the screw itself? Well, the, the, the cap that's over the screw on the, off of the, uh, right. of the, um, 
but it's uh, it's a metal. It's not plastic. It's a metal, and it looks like brushed nickel, so yep. it could be any material. Yeah. And I've used a, uh, I've got a, um, a punch that I have taken to a grinder and, you know, give me a 45-degree angle, try to get underneath it and everything else, but it doesn't seem to want to pop. Uh, and you've been able to get the others off, right? No. Oh, none of them? No, I tried drilling one, but I didn't want to go too far. Yeah. And and you know, kind of destroy the the uh, sink, but it doesn't yeah. need a faucet. But if I have to, you know, you should you shouldn't have to. Normally, those caps pop right off. I, I know. And, you normally and have, have to use just like a knife or something to to pop them up and yeah. try to pop them off. But this one here doesn't move, and it's on both faucets because I changed them both at the same time and I was just trying the other one like I got a dual uh, sink in the bathroom right so that's why I but uh, I'm I'm betwixt you know the next thing I have to do is go ahead and get a new one and just uh, ah, it doesn't make it. yeah it doesn't make sense to have to get a new one no um, and, and but the thing is is the, the faucet itself when you when the hot is running yeah it's very hard to and I think there may be some trash underneath the seat so, or something it, it like that. It sounds like it, yeah. Uh, but that's my issue. <laughs> yeah. You know, without looking at it and, and actually playing with it, I really don't have a good suggestion for you. Um, <laughs> because I, I, because I, I would do just like you've done. I would first try to use a knife to, to get into that tight space and then pop it up and beyond that I'm going to become kind of destructive like you're doing and tear it it up put a hole in it and pop it off that way and just buy a new cap for it I have taken a drill and drilled a little ways into it figuring maybe it's just a metal cap or something but it's not it's solid it goes Ah. you know a little ways in you know more than an inch you you got a different type then okay if you look to the side and I'll bet you it's on the back side of it I've looked for that set screw and stuff uh huh the set screw on the back side and it's not there no I've even taken a mirror and looked behind it well you got me stumped (laughs) thank you okay (laughs) All right. Well, maybe somebody will call in and give us a suggestion. Well, that, that'll be a help, too, because, uh-huh. uh, that, that, you know, I, it, it's not a big issue, but it, it makes the wife mad when the wife's mad. Oh, Who's man. I, I, I feel sorry for you, man. When the wife gets mad, I know how it goes. <laughs> oh, well. Well, we'll go with that. Thank All righty. Take care. Okay, bye. Bye. 713-212-5874 if you got a suggestion. And like you said, that was an American Standard faucet. So if you got a suggestion, give me a holler. And, you know, uh, maybe we can help him out. Let's see here. We're going to talk. go to Pearland and talk with George. How are you, George? Just fine, Jim. How are you doing? Doing wonderful. Okay, well, here's my problem. Um, I, my microwave fried... And so I couldn't find a replacement the same size, so I've got one that's going to be about a a little bit more than a half an inch taller. Okay. Um, The current one uh, goes right to the backsplash, so uh, putting in the new one is either going to make it overlap the backsplash a little bit, which I wouldn't really mind, 
but if it's not going to be able to be put in because it's not flush, that means they're going to have to cut some of the backsplash. Okay, so when you said it was, it was a little half inch taller, it's a half inch deeper is what you're talking about. Well, from, from top to bottom, not, not front to back. When I okay. think deep, I think front to back, but um, the, yeah. the, height, the height of the, of the new microwave is a little bit more than the previous one. Okay, I'm, I'm not following then why the backsplash is an issue. Okay, well, the back of the microwave butts up against it, and the present one um, is the, the, the microwave right now, the back of it butts up right up against the, the top of the backsplash. Gotcha, okay. The, so the, the, the current one kind of went over the top and back just a little bit further, and since this one's a little hangs down a little further, it's not doing that. Well, well, right. I mean, I haven't put the new one up yet. I just want to, um, I'm actually going to have somebody install it for me, but I'm just wondering if I'm going to need to cut some of the backsplash. Is this above a, uh, like a, the stove top, or, or is it, it one that's it, off to the it's side? It's over range. Okay. Here's what you'll probably can do to get away from that. What you'll find is the faceboard on the cabinets typically hangs down uh, anywhere from uh, three-eighths of an inch to a half inch. Okay. And I'll bet you, you'll be if, if yours hangs down far enough, and you got to look and make sure there's not clips in there, but you sh- a lot of times you can just trim off the bottom part of the cabinet. The microwave will suck up higher that way and take care of the problem. Um... Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, but you, you, you know, once you take the old one off, you'll be able to see if you're going to be able to do that. If you can't, then yeah, you'll you'll end up you'll want to trim that uh, just a little bit. I got to put you on hold. Here's more Texas home improvement with Jim Dutton. And welcome back. This portion of Texas Home Room is made possible by more plumbing supplies, bath, and kitchen showplace. Go beyond the box stores. Go to bkshowplace.com. Alrighty, 713-212-5874. When we left, I was talking with George. And, George, are you there still? I'm still here. Okay. You know, if you, if you can't trim that cabinet on, on, at the bottom there, and chances are good there's going to be a clip there that's going to keep you from being able to do that. What is the backsplash made out of? Is it tile? It's ceramic tile. Okay. If you have a Dremel tool, they okay. actually make a little blade that you can cut that tile with in order to just slide it up into place you know, yeah. like it was before. I, I've never heard the term Dremel tool. Can you spell that? Uh, D-R-E-M, I think it's A-L-L. Okay, okay, Dremel tool yeah. and with, with um, uh, uh, ceramic blade. Yeah, and if you'll go to Ace Hardware, uh, they'll, I think they have them in stock. Okay, that's cool. There's a Ace close to where I go to Fellowship tomorrow, so that'll work out great. Ah, you're going over there off Beltway 8 then. Uh, well, actually, it'll be the one in uh, Friendswood. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a fr- yeah one right there at uh, the yeah. one Paraland's not open on Sundays. Yeah, but, but um, okay, and uh, 
So I know that normally cutting ceramic tile, the things I've seen in the videos, you basically take a glass cutter and then lay it over a piece of uh, hanger wire, but you can't do that if it's already on the wall. So Right, and this will be more more like a grinding-type wheel where it'll basically scar into it, and you'll just keep going until you go through it. Okay, and then just pry off the top part and leave the bottom behind. Yep. All right, well, that sounds good. I appreciate your help. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Again, our number is 713-212-5874. We're going to head to Sam. Welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Thank you, Jim. Nice talking to you today. Thank you. Hey, I've got a little small 500-square-foot building that was used as a passport photo place. And have a tenant that once converted it to a little takeout restaurant. Do you okay. have a recommendation of a couple of little small uh, contractors? To convert it into town. a... Yeah. Um, what part of town is it in? It'll be the central business district. Off the, the edge of the central business district. South of the, south of the central business district. Okay. Give Victor's Remodeling and Construction a call. Who? Victor's Remodeling and Construction. Are you and, Sisters? Uh, Victor's. V is in Victory. Oh, Victor's, okay. Yeah, and I'll give you his number here. There we go. 832-243-9997. Okay. We'll give him a call. All righty. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. And let's see. We're going to talk with Terry. In. Oh, here it is. How are you today? I'm fine. You doing good? Just fine. Where's Batson? Um, it's about 30 miles, 35 miles west of Beaumont. Oh, okay. On 105. Yeah. Well, how I can have, I help you? Uh, today I have a question about flooring. Uh-huh. Uh, I have a double-wide mobile home, and I was wanting to put some... Uh, flooring down looks like wood flooring up, but I'm debating on what kind to put down, whether the laminate flooring or I've, I found some stick down that it's about three foot long by six inches wide. Okay. And I've had different opinions on what people think, you know, is one better than the other. Some like one and some like the other. And I just was wanting to know which would be better. I have a high wood the floor. Right. It really carpet up. It really depends on what all you're going to have in there. Do you have any pets running in there? No. Okay. The I have used both products, uh, the laminate and the. Uh, oh shoot. The stick down. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, the, the those plank stick downs. They look great. They are extremely durable. Uh, and so once it's there, it's mm-hmm. there to stay. And really, if you got a good surface to put it on, it looks just like a wood floor. Uh, so I, I have absolutely no problem with using those at all. In fact, I have them in one of my offices, and and two of my offices, actually. And, and, and they've done very well. Uh, and you know how... A, a construction office, it gets a lot of abuse with dirt and stuff coming through. 
yes. And sir. you just clean them up, and they're and they're ready to go again. Um, okay. So uh, when, another thing is, uh, I was told that you didn't have to have any moisture barriers. That is correct. This, it, but you then, said you're putting this in a in a mobile home, anyways. Yes. Uh, yeah. You you're suspended off the off the ground, so really it's not necessary for you to have a moisture barrier regardless. Uh, oh, what, okay. what most people consider the moisture barrier mm-hmm. is actually a sound deadening barrier. So if you put the you know the uh, laminate like you're talking about, when you mm-hmm. walk across that floor, it's going to be a lot noisier than putting in that those uh, planks that you're talking about. Oh, okay. uh, the planks will be a lot quieter for you. Well, someone told me that I might need to put down. Uh, they said that I could get the uh, roofing uh, material. Felt paper, you know, tar paper. Yeah, now nah, you don't. Use. You don't need to do that. The, what that cushioning would do on there for you is is strictly be a sound deadening. Uh, yeah, it, it, there's no vapor barrier needed in a mobile home like that, so I, I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. Okay. So that stick down tile will be just great. Do you, is Ma'am, there, I'm uh, going to put you on hold for just a moment, and I'll be right back. To- Coming soon to a theater near you, Jim Dutton in Fifty Shades of Wall Paint. Oh, yeah. Or deck stain or bathroom tile, whatever you want. Here's more Texas Home Improvement. And this portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by Sunburst Shutters. You won't find better shutters for your home than Sunburst Shutters. you really got to check them out. There's, they got some great products going. All right, when we left, I was talking with uh, Terry, and let me get that back to that. Terry, are you there still? Yes. Sorry yes, about sir. that. That's okay. all right. Oh, another thing I was wanting to know on the, is there a certain brand of this stick down or a certain place that's the best place to get it or yeah, is it all about the same? If you'll go to floor and decor, they'll have some great choices for you there. Floor and decor? Yeah. Do they, uh, is that in Houston or do they have anything like that around Beaumont? I don't know if they've got a location in Beaumont or not. I know they got five locations in Houston. Mm-hmm. Okay. And another thing, do you do you know that anybody that really can like fix a door the size of a mobile home door, you know, that will fit? But besides the ones that they have, you know, I I went to the box stores and they have the same doors there. I just don't they're not, you know, that really that good. Right. And I would just like something a little bit, you know, uh, go to McCoy's mm-hmm. Lumberyard, yes, and they, they'll they have some doors that they can show you that uh, I think would fit what you're looking for. Okay. All right. Okay, I appreciate it. All righty. You have a good weekend. All right. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Alrighty, seven one three two one two five eight seven four, and we're gonna head to Clear Lake. Stephen, how are you today? Well, I'm vertical and old enough to be grateful for that. How are you? 
<laughs> I resemble that statement. Go ahead. <laughs> cool. Would uh, you be offended if I made a couple comments uh, regarding a couple of the callers, uh, recent callers? Uh, it takes a lot to offend me. And besides <laughs> that, if, if you offend me too much, I'll just hang up on you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> And, and the very first thing I need to make sure you understand is that I don't want you to mistake me for somebody who knows what he's talking about, okay? Okay. But with respect to the guy that called about the bathroom faucet, the fact that he called you for help and directions already indicates that he has enough estrogen in him to not uh, be embarrassed about asking for help. Yeah. My question is, if it's an American standard, why doesn't he call American standard and for help to figure out how to get that handle off? That's a good suggestion. Okay. And and the second one is uh, with respect to the microwave and the backsplash. Yeah. Uh, I was, uh, you had taken one of the suggestions I was going to make, which is to get that towel-cutting tool and Dremel. And by the way, I think Dremel is D-R-E-M-E-L. And it very well could be. You notice I stopped when I was spelling it because I couldn't remember right. which way it went. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm looking at a Dremel next to me because I was using one yesterday to cut some threads on a screw. and. It, it says D-R-E-M-E-L. So, um, but the problem with, with that, and that's a, it's a good solution because they make nice clean cuts if you can be even about it. But if, if he's married and his wife is anything like, like my S-O, uh, dust is the worst four-letter word in the vocabulary for her. And that, <laughs> that will just kick up an incredible amount of dust. So another suggestion might be if the bottom of the new microwave overlaps the current backsplash, uh, he can either, if he still has any of that tile left, the four mounting holes or so that the microwave is going to be drilled through the wall through, he could just stick up you know, four pieces of that tile with the mastic to be at the same distance away from the wall, drill through that, and then he's he's got basically a, a one that will hang over but look like a flush mount. Or uh, your favorite store sounds like his Ace, and, and I have an Ace here in the Clear Lake area that's just, in terms of the little stuff, screws and spacers and things like that, they can't be beat. The box stores don't even come close. No. He can go and get some spacers that, that would be the same thickness or distance away from the wall uh, that the tile and mastic is. And, in fact, if he's got studs behind there, that he could actually drill through the sheetrock so he's not pulling on the sheetrock, and then those things would bounce right up against the studs and mount the uh, microwave there, and it would wind up overlapping and not you know, look like a built-in. Well, the issues he's running into, though, is it's pushing the microwave a half inch. It's going to push the microwave further out as well, where it's not flush with the cabinets any longer. Well, if um, isn't that sort of hidden from view? If there's cabinets on either side of it, um, unless unless the current microwave is as deep as the cabinets. I know mm -hmm. that the microwave that I just replaced from ASO was not like that. The microwave right. itself already stuck out farther. And... And that's, in fact, what I did. Uh, we went ahead and tiled the whole back of it, but I didn't want the mounting screws of the microwave to pull against that tile and eventually crack it. So I went to Ace and got those spacers I was talking yep. about and put them in there. So that's just another idea. Okay. Thank you for letting me vent. Oh, not a problem, Stephen. You take care. You as well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty. Let's see here. Let's I think I need to hold off on jumping into the next call because we're going to take a quick break here. We'll be right back with more Texas Home Improvement.
Hey. When it comes to home improvement, Jim Dutton will have you riding the gravy train with biscuit wheels. Here he is on Texas Home Improvement. And welcome back. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by Floor & Decor, Texas' largest selection and lowest prices guaranteed. Now, as far as the last caller calling in having suggestions, hey, there is always more than one way to do most things around the house. I'm only giving you the way I would do it. And that doesn't mean that this, somebody else may not have a different solution for you, but uh, there's nothing wrong with more than one idea. Jane and Sweeney, how can I help you? Hey, I bought a little rent house, and it's got a water well. Do you know anything about water wells? Have one at my house. Okay. Um, I do, too. This one has two tanks. The first tank is your typical water well tank, and the second tank is maybe five feet tall, maybe a little bit bigger around than your welders would have an oxygen tank or something. Okay. And it has a cap on top that unscrews. Yes. What is that tank for? That's a filtration tank. Okay. What are you supposed to do with Because there's I, nothing in it. I don't know. If, if there's nothing in it, it sounds like maybe it's been abandoned as far as being used. Uh, I mean, it, it may it may have water in it now that we got the well going again. Right. But but, but I'm... Typically, have yeah. Typically, it would have either charcoal or something in it to filter the water. Okay. And it's possible that it's just plain been done away with. The water may still run through it, but it's not filtering anything any longer. But normally, that would be a filtration tank. Okay, that's what we were wondering because we don't have one at our house. <laughs> yeah. We were like, "What is this for?" Okay, so. Even if we were to go in and bypass it, it's not going to hurt anything if nah. there's nothing down in it. Correct. Okay. I appreciate it. All righty. You take care and have a great weekend. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that music means we are totally out of time. Hey, I want to remind everybody, go to THIPro.com. Click on the link to watch our video, The Patterson Project, Overhaul for a Hero. And when you do watch the video, make sure you subscribe. It's a six-part series. This is series part number one. Talk to you next weekend for more Texas Home Improvement.